Welcome to the On The Air podcast, a companion to On The Air magazine, a bi-monthly magazine from ARRL for beginner to intermediate ham radio licensees. I'm Mark Dirks, uh, KC1RVQ, ARRL's acquisition editor, and I'm sitting in today for Becky Schoenfeld, uh, W1BXY, who usually has the host chair. Um, every month, the On The Air podcast extends the material found in On The Air magazine to help uh, readers learn about the many things the ham radio service and hobby has to offer. The On The Air podcast is sponsored by ICOM for the love of ham radio. All right. So welcome to the November 2023 episode. In uh, the current issue, we ran a story called Joining a Contest Club, which introduced contest clubs and sort of gives hams an opportunity um, to learn about participating in contests as part of a multi-operator group. Um, and today we're joined by well-known ham radio contester, Craig Thompson, K9CT, uh, who's here to tell us a little more about how contest clubs work. Welcome, Craig. Well, thank you very much. It's nice to be with you today. Excellent. We're Hope happy to have help. you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I should I feel like I should ask you maybe to step back just a little bit so we can get a, a good view of your, your shirt. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there we go. Because... The Society of yep. Midwest Contesters. So um, maybe we could start by just talking a little bit about what a contest club is and how it's different from sort of your regular ham club. Well, obviously, the focus is on contesting. And, of course, there's varying degrees of what is a contester. And my opinion is that... Uh, a contest club needs to embrace contesting in any way. So if anybody has even put their foot in the water and they want to find out more about it, um, we're a group or a, any club that's a contest group would love that opportunity to get them involved in the hobby. Um, it's a very active part of the hobby. Um, it involves it encompasses so much. I was actually thinking about this yesterday that from station building, learning how to operate, understanding propagation, knowing rules, learning from your peers. There's so many ways that this appeals or should appeal to somebody that's a ham radio operator. That Yeah, that's, that's excellent. So, so it sounds to me like no matter what, what kind of you're interested in in ham radio there's some part of contesting that that touches on that um for for the contesting clubs in particular um could you talk maybe a little bit more about some of the advantages that that you know somebody who's just getting started might see in in joining a contesting club you know i'm sure it's i can't think of a better way to learn from your peers or appreciate the knowledge that's shared, even though in the, the word contesting involves co competition, but I can't think of a more sharing group than your competitors. Um, I can't, I've never ever had anybody refuse to answer a question. Um, there's no stupid questions. It's a great, that's why, and, and I, I think I speak for all of ham radio when we talk about contesting, I've never been anywhere where somebody asks a stupid question or a bad question or anything, and it wasn't answered. Um, so don't be afraid. <laughs> you know, that's what contesting clubs are all about. Uh, we, we welcome new members. 
Um, so, you know, what type of contest contesters are there? And, yeah. and of course, I'm involved with the contest advisory committee, so we kind of evaluate that. So you take a look at sweepstakes. Actually, just finished yesterday, last night, and uh, I, I was sitting this uh, th sitting there thinking, how many guys actually operated the 24 out of the 30 hours? Wow, yeah. I bet you a lot of people don't even know the answer to that. But are those the serious contesters? They don't have to be, but you're pretty serious if you operate 24 out of 30 hours. Yeah. But let me tell you, sweepstakes or any contest would not be a contest without the casual operator stopping by and making QSOs. I would bet that 95% or more of my contact, contacts were made with people that operated for less than two hours. Just got happened to come upon this activity and said, oh, gosh, this is fun. And and uh, probably looked it up in QST or went to the AWRO website and said, what is this? Yep. And uh, learned the exchange. I, I So many guys were number one, number one contact. And, you know, they were sitting there listening to me. They probably looked it up in the magazines or online. Yep. They wrote down what they were going to send to me. So they had it right. And that's what they sent. And I, I hope they went on and made number two and number three and number four contact. And I'm yeah. sure all contesters would tell you that that was the experience. So a contest club is that sort of, hey, you stuck your foot in the water. You liked it. It was fun. How do I learn more about it? And yeah. so I, I think that's where clubs come in is, and I can tell you, we'll look through all the logs. Like I, I when I worked guys that I didn't know were in our contest club, I kept thinking, there's somebody we need to contact <laughs> yeah. in the area to see if he's interested in joining a contest club. He probably doesn't yeah. even know we exist, you know, but he probably thought it was fun. And uh, it's a harmless way to get involved in learning something. So it's, and it's certainly not, it's like apolitical, it's everything. It's completely neutral. It's just fun, just a fun yeah. thing to belong to. Yeah, and, and when you hear, you know, on the air and you hear somebody calling CQ contest or CQ, you know, whatever it is, and, and yeah, you look them up and there might be, you know, that big station and you're like, oh man, you know, um, right. but then you'll hear somebody else on some other frequency, you know, and, and that's, yeah, that's, I, I got to think like, that's how, you know, you can't just be contacting those big stations and, you know, and the people who are there for 24 hours. There's just, just not enough of them. Yeah. No, there's simply not enough of them. So like I said, it's probably like 90%. In fact, I, I was thinking about our own contest club. I'll bet you 90% are uh, not real serious contesters. And by that, I mean devoting the whole weekend to operating a contest. Um, they have Everybody has lives. And, and, of course, society today with all the activities our kids are in or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you're pulled so many different directions. Um, yeah. it's, it's not possible to operate a full contest. You know, uh, it's just not. So that's where contest clubs come in because they'll advise you. They'll say, you know, you really want to have a lot of fun in sweepstakes. Operate the first six hours. Operate the first eight hours. That's where all the action is. Sunday's going to be hard. Or if if you want to, if they go too fast for you, they'll tell you, get on Sunday. Everything's hmm. going to slow down. It'll be your pace, and you can just work guys and kind of get the the hang of things without the pressure. But that's how you learn that from in a contest club because we share that sort of information. Yeah. So. There's sounds like there's a mentoring aspect um, for sure in Absolutely. any contesting club. Yeah, I would guess almost everybody has a group reflector of some sort, you know, where they get on and you can post questions. Our our club actually has two, and I'm sure there's others. We have one devoted only to scores. 
So okay. if so that you don't get an email every second that somebody submits a score, um, they they uh, it's if you choose to know everybody's score, you know we have a different group. But uh, if, if for but normal conversations, you know, like I was thinking about. Uh, a key or what do you suggest? Or I was I, I had a problem with a rotator. What do you suggest? I mean, there's so many problems that have been solved in just a couple of quick and, and everybody reads it. And so everybody learns yep. from it. So uh, it's just done. And our club, of course, is in three states or maybe four states, five states, okay. maybe uh, in, in, our, in just in the general area. So you know, it's it, rather than drive anywhere or do anything, you can do everything online. Almost every club is that way. Uh, hmm. They don't require in in person meetings. <clears throat> I think clubs have all gone online, and uh, we they, for instance, our club also has done some things to uh, encourage activity. And I think a lot of clubs do this. They'll have what they call uh, similar to a grand prix, you know, where okay. you operate so many contests and your scores add up. Um, and and we have a couple of current current awards that uh, people really enjoy. And like I say, I'm just suggesting what our club does, but a lot of clubs sure. do the same thing. They have what they call lifetime achievement awards, and that's nice. making 10,000 QSOs in a contest. So then you get a nice little plaque. Well, they also did one for every year now. And you, in order yeah. to get a medal, you have to do, you have to make so many QSOs per every contest. So it kind of, like if you want, if you, in other words, you want to make 200 QSOs in a contest, you're going to get one point. They make 500, yeah. you're going to get two points. So that it's kind of encouraging to try to step it up a little bit, you know, for somebody. So, well, I'd like to get a medal. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And I can be active and guys will help me. So, and, and I think you have to have the spectrum of interest. You have to have HF and VHF. You have to have different modes like digital, uh, of course, is new and popular. And yep. of course, we got CW and phone. So there's a lot of encouragement in a club that you won't find. I mean, you, you could live in a community and not even know anybody in a contest. So finding a contest group is really important, I think. Yeah. Um, so sort of bouncing off of your shirt, um, you're currently <laughs> a, a member of um, the Society of Midwest Contesters, correct? Yep. Yes. And in the in the past, you were a president. Um, could you maybe talk about how that group is organized and, and what exactly it does? Yeah, we have uh, term limits, which I, we actually imposed when <laughs> I was uh, an officer because too many clubs have officers that just keep going on and on and on forever and ever. So we forever decided ever. to do that. Uh, it, it actually is a, makes it a better commit if you want to be a director or you want to be an officer. At least you know there's a limit to how much time you're going to spend doing it. Yeah. And I think and and we've had really good interest in wanting to be involved in the running of the contest club. Um, the, the board and right now is uh, considers it's a spectrum of people of different talents and, and things that they bring to the table. But um, we actually. Uh, being involved as an officer or something like that is like, where are we going to go? Where's the direction that we're going to have as a club? And yeah. and the other thing is you want to make sure that uh, you're fulfilling the needs, attracting new members. You don't want yep. to run off people. So initially, when I when I first got involved, we uh, we had a list of like 700 people that were members of our club. Wow. And I said, this can't be real. And I said, <laughs> and uh, what it was was just a list of people, and you didn't know how interested they were or anything. So what happens is we decided to charge $10 for dues. 
And we, we soon came down to maybe 250 or 300 active members. And so you, then you find out as a board, that's like a test. Uh, did, did you, are you actually providing a service? Is a club actually providing a benefit to its uh, stakeholders? So yeah. uh, actually, I believe we're up to about 400 members right now. So you can tell that they bought into all of this. But uh, I like the way our activities go. You know, uh, the mentoring is constant, the, the uh, encouraging. Um, people get on and say, hey, I'm going to do the VHF contest this weekend. And I'm going to I'm going to run as a rover. I'm going to be going to all these grids. I'm going to go to whatever. Or the CUSO parties, you know, Illinois CUSO yep. party or Indiana or whatever. It's a great way to stir up activity. Uh, the club, the actual clubs that actually sponsor those activities uh, get on the reflector in SMC and say, hey, we need you on. And, and we it's a great way to encourage membership. So the other thing that we do, we do one activity a year where we try to get as many people to come as possible. And, and uh, we do a, uh, we call it SMC Fest, but other people have their own organizational events. But we, usually it's members, but we also invite other people, um, like if somebody built a big station or if they had an experience, uh, you know, with a particular antenna or, or they went to WRTC or they did something that's really interesting. We have a, an all day uh, group meeting that's centrally located for our members to come and attend. And I think that's really welcomed by everybody. And it's a grant a chance to uh, have a visit in person with people during COVID. Of course, that kind of became quiet, but now it's actually, I think, I think it was really good again this year. Uh, the attendance was good, but I think a lot of clubs do this. And I think that's important. Um, just physically jump in a car. And we also sponsor one other thing, which is a, uh, a fundamental contesting, uh, activity uh, to talk about the beginning the, the beginning steps of getting involved in contesting and we associate that with the W90XCC activity also. So we've got a couple of things we try to help uh, the community you know uh, get grow it. Great so yeah you have you have sort of your own operating activity and, and then you've also got some training it sounds like for um, newer hams who want to get into contesting um, and I, I think Listening to you talk, I I just want to make it really. I, I want to ask a question really to sort of clarify. So, you say you've got members from three, four, five different states. Um, to be a member, you don't necessarily like your local ham club have to show up at like particular meetings or, or those sorts of things in a particular place. So, so what does it really mean to be a member of of a contest club then? Well, that's a really good question. I, I think a lot of people want to belong to something that's successful yep. and uh, where they get, there's value. So I think that's the challenge for a board of directors yep. every year. And uh, that, like I said, that's the $10 test. You know, if everybody yep. renews, you know, they've got at least $10 worth of their benefit back. And what's interesting is we have members that, belonged when they were in, say, Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin, which is kind of our home the uh, core area, yeah. in the core area. But they'll they'll move to Kansas. For instance, I worked a guy that's still a member of SMC and he's in Kansas now. And I think he does it because he wants to see he wants to be participate in the activity. 
Um, and, you know, we, we try to nurture young people and then you know, they they get a job in Denver, Colorado or something and they join yep. another contest club. And guess what? You know, they're still a contester and they still are helping us and they remember us. You know, yep. there's a lot of they'll, they'll find you and they'll tell you their experiences. Um, there's some young guys now that uh, down in the St. Louis area um, that actually some of them operated here at my station and they were a member of SMC and they're still uh, po posting and, and getting comments back. And so I think it's a great way to bring in young people if you can. And a lot of new hams now are not young people. They're maybe yep. retired people or people now that have more free time and they've come back to ham radio or they wanted that to do that. So there's a lot of new opportunities, you know, so. Yeah. Excellent. So maybe, um, as we wrap up here, if there was just one thing that you could tell, you know, the the new ham, whether whether they're a young person or somebody who's retired and coming back to ham radio, um, uh, uh, you know, about joining a contest club, you know, so sort of the the one bullet plug, <laughs> you know, if you could. Right. Uh, well, I'll tell what you what, be? every every yeah, everything that you're going to any about anything that you like about ham radio whether it's emergency work or whatever you're going to learn to become a better communicator with communicate for contesting skills if you love the science of building stations and stuff there's nothing more efficient and effective than a contest mm. station yeah and if you let's say you're interested in dxing i can guarantee you you'll take stuff away from building a contest station that is really going to do well working a dx dx pileup um, yep. so there's about it's a good entree, regardless of your interest, uh, yep. to get involved in contesting because you're going to take away a lot of skills and knowledge and uh, and you'll get it quickly. There's nothing like a contest to just bombard you and you become good by the time you're done with the contest. <laughs> yep. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, so that, that'd be the reason. Join the club. It will help you. Uh, you're going to have a lot of fun. Fun is what it should be all about. Uh, it's a great social organization and we'll get you from you know, one to 10 in about the quickest way you can get there. So find yep. a contest club and get involved and you're going to learn a lot. Yeah. Once, once you've uh, worked one of those big pileups, yeah, you're going to be, <laughs> yeah, you're going to go, what, yeah, what kind of skills do I need? I, I maybe I should listen, you know, <laughs> so, I can learn right. something. Here. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Thank you, Craig. Um, it's been a pleasure to talk with you. Um, and just once again, um, we're talking today with Craig Thompson, K9CT. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it's been a pleasure to talk with you um, about contesting and contest clubs. Um, and uh, thanks very much. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Mark. You have a great day. All right, great. The, so just for our listeners, the On The Air podcast, we'll be back again in December. Um, so 73 all. 73.